0: Hey everybody, it's Nick Layton. And I'm Leah Bonema, And we're in New York today. And we had so many great questions come in that oh, we have a bonus episode. So exciting. So here are some questions from the wilderness. My favorite place. Our first question is, how late is too late to text?
1: I think this is a great question because I think it as vi- it's actually very flexible.
0: Okay. <laughs> Which... All right. You like, you like that there are no set rules of this.
1: Yeah, because I think it really depends on who
0: you're texting with. Okay. I think that you can text at any time. Because the reason why I think people are asking this question is you don't want to disturb someone. When they're sleeping. And so with modern technology, you don't have to be disturbed. I turn off my phone.
1: We turn off our phones, but some people don't turn off their phones. Well, that's
0: on them if a text comes in the middle of the night.
1: Except for there are a few people I know who are checking on family and like or have the thing going on in their life where I know they have to have their phones on all the time.
0: Well, with modern technology, there's a way to let those people's texts go through. I don't think those people know those things.
1: Okay. I just want to text certain people that I know maybe don't turn their phones off
0: late. Okay. So you know who these people are? Yeah. Okay. So then for you and these people, how late is late? Nine? Nine. Nine.
1: For me, I'm on an opposite schedule. So I text most of my friend group who are comics until two or three in the morning. And then I would consider it weird if I got a text from them at like 7 a.m. I'd be like, was there a crisis? Right. You know what I mean? What is wrong? But that's, you know, when dealing with civilians, as mm-hmm. I call them. Muggles. Yeah, with the <laughs> muggles. I I try to be more aware of other people's schedules.
0: Yeah, I think if you don't want to be disturbed by texts and you're not anticipating someone dying in your life uh, or you have some, you know, child who hasn't come home that night, I think you don't have to have your phone on and be disturbed. In which case, send those texts.
1: I think some people with kids feel like they need to have their phones on all the time in case, which I understand. Okay. So that's why I'm careful with people, especially who have like teenage children who are driving and just making wild
0: choices. Okay. All right. So nine o'clock feels safe. (laughs) Yep. And then after 8 a.m.? I mean, if you're texting somebody before 10 (laughs) a.m. Okay. It seems aggressive. It has to be an emergency.
1: It's an emergency or like something that needs to get done ASAP.
0: Okay. Well, for you out there, if you want to text me, you can do it at any time because I'll get to it. When I want Uh, (laughs) our next question, (laughs) I also always feel obligated to respond to people right away. So that's on me. Do you have your read receipts on or are you a normal person? I'm a normal person. Okay. Yeah. For anybody who has read receipts on, here's the thing about read receipts sidebar. Read receipts are great. If you want to make the point that I have seen your message and I'm actively choosing to ignore you.
1: That is weird. You don't get those from me, right? No, no. Okay. Cause I, I hope I don't have that on.
0: No, but I only turn read receipts on for specific people that I want to make the point. Oh,
1: you do it on purpose. Yeah. I do
0: it on a per person basis where it's like, oh, I've gotten your message. I am choosing not to respond. Wow! Yeah, that's a little, uh, that's varsity level. This is
1: whole new. (laughs) I'm taking classes. Yeah.
0: Our next question is from somebody who feels trapped at dinner. So she asks, is there a polite way to excuse myself during a sit-down lunch or dinner at a friend's house? If everyone has finished eating, but the conversation drags on for another hour or two, can I excuse myself and leave if the hostess hasn't made a move to dismiss us? Yes. Yeah.
1: I also, I usually... I can't socialize a lot. I have, you know what I mean. Just, I just,
0: because you don't know
1: how. No, because I my work time is usually during social people's social time, and so I want to see friends who have a different schedule. So I'll say I can come, but I have to leave, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you in advance so you don't think it's, you know, rude or know that I just just decided to leave. So I also think you could, if especially if it's a place where you're like, oh, I go to these people's houses and it just goes on. You just say, I'd love to come. I would love to catch up. Thank you for inviting me. I have an, a hard out because I have a blank later.
0: Mm. So plant the you, seed early. Yeah, plant
1: the seed early. Yeah, So everybody good. knows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then just make sure you stick to whatever your blank was.
0: You got to stick with your lie.
1: Yeah. That's true. Or just, oh, don't make it a lie. Make it a a thing that is, you know, a thing you have to do. Maybe not at that, that time exactly. So there's a thing. Yeah.
0: I need to get my affairs in order. Yeah. But we just don't have to say when that thing has to happen. Yeah. Okay. But it is
1: happening. That way it's not a lie.
0: Right. okay. I do need to prepare my will. Yes. It doesn't necessarily have to happen at 8 p.m. tonight. Yeah. Okay. But also
1: people don't need to know what it is.
0: Yeah, you should actually never give a specific excuse. Just say you're, unfortunately, do need to leave by a certain time. Yeah. Because if you're explaining, you're losing. Yes. And that's um, a hard lesson to learn. I still do it. Right. And I think you have to stay through dessert. Like you have to stay through like the normal progression of the meal. Right. But I think once there's like a dessert or coffee especially if it's in a secondary location, never go to the secondary location.
1: That's for dinners and
0: kidnappings.
1: kidnappings.
0: (laughs) So if they move to like the living room or the lanai, um, you should like excuse yourself at that time.
1: I love the word lanai as a side note.
0: (laughs) I wish I had a lanai.
1: I wish I had a lanai. That
0: is the one thing I'm missing in New York. I'm missing a washer dryer and a lanai.
1: Oh, a lanai.
0: I mean, that's the dream.
1: My Nana and Pop-Up used to go to Florida and then I would come visit them and they had a lanai and it was like, Oh, I just loved it.
0: What's not to like about a Lanai? It's the most amazing place. It's paradise. Our next question. How do you tell someone that their fly is down?
1: I'm, I feel like I would You did such a good job on like making it very casual about the boogie that I think this could be a thing that you answered.
0: And that's a reference to some previous episode. That's a reference if you don't know what Lisa's talking about. I
1: actually did that this week. I was like, oh, you just have a thing.
0: Yeah. Got to be real cool about it. Yeah. I think you want to just be direct. Discreet, but you don't want to use euphemisms. I looked this one up online because I was like, this seems so obvious. Why is somebody asking us this this question? No, this happens a lot.
1: And I've been with people and I don't know how to, I know how to say it to friends. Right. And it's the people that are just not quite friends Mm -hmm. that you don't want them to feel uncomfortable or to be like, I've been staring at your crotch. But that's not what I was doing. I just noticed.
0: Yeah. Online, there was a list of things you should say. These are things you should not say. (laughs) One of the things is your pod bay door is open, Hal. (laughs) so I mean a 2001 reference a little dated (laughs) not everyone's going to get that also that's insane also you'd have to explain it first and then by then you're like it's over Uh, and then you start singing like Daisy (laughs) Um, and then the second thing you should not say which has been suggested on the internet you've got a security breach at Los (laughs) (laughs) Pantalones. like how are these ideas?
1: of you're like your pantalones uh, abierta.
0: So don't say that. Yeah, I think you just uh, casually make eye contact and be like, "Oh, your flies down." Okay, and you just leave it there. Your flies down. Is there a female equivalent to this? Like your bra staff doesn't like come undone.
1: No. But I think it's also fly. Women don't want to have their flies open either. Sure.
0: Okay. And so the same rule applies for women? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our next question is, is it rude to give someone an unusually large surprise gift that would require a person to totally rearrange their house like an enormous painting? I don't even understand this question. (laughs) Well, it sounds like our letter writer has received... An unusually large surprise gift. It seems like our letter writer has
1: uh, received a large painting.
0: Yeah. So I actually know somebody who has had something like this happen to them. They um, got a... Photo for their wedding that was taken at their wedding and the gift giver was in the photo. Oh so that's nice, I guess. It's yeah. A little weird to give a gift where you're in the Here photo. It's a picture of me. A little bit for your house. But it was also four feet by three feet. Oh
1: my goodness. Which is large. Yeah, that's like the whole a whole New York
0: apartment. That is a large place. So it is definitively provocative to give such a large it thing. It definitely is. That requires some rearranging. Yeah. Unless you really knew the people. And you really knew that this was correct. Yeah, and you knew the space and their taste. And I'm pretty sure that didn't happen here. So yeah, it's rude to give this gift, for sure. I mean, it's just wild to me that people are giving large gifts. So it's so a part of it that I find very exciting. Oh, it's the size that, <laughs> that you find <laughs> well, particularly Well, just like extravagant
1: gifts, you're like, this is amazing. Well,
0: they're not always expensive. It's just the volume and the physical size, I think is the like, problem. how did they get it there? I mean, if I gave you... A sectional couch in green corduroy <laughs> that I bought for a dollar. I can't you imagine not an extravagant gift, but it's a sectional. And, and I'm going to walk c- up, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I'm not going to deliver it to you. Oh. curbside. Only. Do you want to come get it? Right? No. So again, I guess the question is, what do you do about this gift that you've received?
1: I I would be like, oh, unbelievable. I feel like I would be like, if you have a garage,
0: I'd be like, thank you so much. You do have to say thank you. Yes. And you send a thank you note. Thank you so much. And then, yeah, you got to just sort of hide it.
1: Yeah. And then be like, oh, looking for a place for it.
0: Yeah. I just haven't found the right spot.
1: Yeah. Maybe if you have a barn. You could put it on one of the barn walls.
0: Or a garbage.
1: I think you have to keep it
0: for a while. You have to keep it long enough for them to stop asking about it. Yeah. Because they will. This person that gives you this horrible gift will absolutely follow up with you. I mean, you may just have to move. Yes. (laughs) Change your phone number. Move. Yeah. So I think you say thank you and you try and bury this thing. Although, if it's large, like, where are you going to put it? And in New York City, if you receive something like this, like, where are you going to put this? I
1: don't think this could be in New York City. I I can't imagine that a New Yorker. People know the price of, we don't
0: have wall space. We don't have walls.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we don't even have it's walls. It's all
0: round domes here. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's rude. I think you say thank you, and I think you got to leave it at that.
1: I also think as a gift giver, it's important to not give gifts that give people jobs.
0: Right. That's a very good point.
1: Like If I have to move furniture or travel somewhere, unless that's the gift, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? If you know, because obviously as the giftee, I want to make you happy.
0: But if I'm assembling something (laughs) or... Replastering or rearranging the furniture in my house?
1: Yeah, it seems. It's too far. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think that's a very good point. Yeah. When a gift becomes effort. Yeah.
1: Oh, now I have a job. Thanks. Then it wasn't a gift.
0: Right. Yeah. So thanks. <laughs> In my building's laundry room, people regularly forget to take their stuff out of the washer and dryer. How long should I wait?
1: I got stressed reading this question because this is... Does this hit home? This hits home.
0: Okay, walk me through it. Let's talk it out.
1: Obviously, I don't have a washer dryer in my building.
0: Okay. So where do you go? I have a get done? Mat. Okay.
1: I've also figured out the days in which the people who do that are no longer there because it at it, it was so stressful to me because I don't want to take it out.
0: So you're like, Lisa is always there on Tuesdays. Lisa's always
1: there on Tuesdays and she leaves her stuff in too long and I can't handle that pressure. Wow. Uh, but I was staying with a friend actually in Los Angeles and I was in my friend's apartment so I want her building. I don't want to set anything off in her building, mm. but people... Every single machine had clothes in and that it was finished Mm -hmm. and they were just all taken up with people that just left their stuff in the machine.
0: So how long do we wait?
1: Well, I didn't, I I panicked. That's why I think (laughs) this is such a great question. I waited. I don't live there. I didn't want to start a war. So how long did you wait? I waited until some lady
0: came. Okay. And I was like,
1: oh, is that yours? I'm just standing there with my stuff. So four hours later. (laughs) I actually started pacing around in a circle in the building and I was like talking about laundry really loud. I just don't understand what people are
0: doing. Aren't you thinking about the other people? So people definitely space it out. And we're going to assume for the moment that people are not doing this maliciously okay we'll just pretend as the baseline well they're not malicious they're just self-centered okay i mean the venn diagram overlap (laughs) Uh, there's sufficient overlap i i think there is a range of opinions on this topic which is obviously a hot topic on the low end five minutes is the minimum you cannot go below five minutes five minutes is the minimum oh yeah Wait five minutes. All right. So you can't go below five. Some people think you should wait up to half an hour.
1: That seems unreasonable. That seems
0: crazy. That seems crazy. Because
1: nobody has, who has
0: that extra amount of time? And if you haven't gotten there by half an hour, I mean, come on, what are you doing? So, all right. So we agree that it's somewhere between five minutes and 30 minutes. So... 10 minutes feels good. The
1: thing is is sometimes you don't know when the clothing ended.
0: True. You just come
1: in and there's clothes sitting.
0: That's true. Yeah. So what do you do about that? So then the clock has to start when you arrive. Right. So that's when the timer starts. So I think 10 minutes is good. At the 10 minute mark, it's sort of like you've given the person an ample opportunity to come and get their stuff. Right. So then once you do take stuff out, I think it's important to, if it's in the washer, do not put it in a dryer. It needs to go into a basket. Yep. Like that's important. And if it comes out of the dryer, I guess you just have to sort of do that nicely.
1: I would fold it, but I'm an you insane You would fold person. it. Yeah. You should not if touch people. If I took people's. it out and it, I didn't want. I don't want it to wrinkle. Are
0: you gonna fold underwear? Like where's the line? I'll fold
1: underwear. Don't don't straight. No, people mm. come in. I'll be like, I was folding your underwear. Very yeah. Attractive. Okay,
0: so don't do that because that's crazy. And I don't want them to have wrinkles. I feel like the societal hazard you are causing by folding a strangers' underwear supersedes the hazard of wrinkled clothing.
1: Life is such, so many hard choices.
0: This is not a hard choice. <laughs> I just don't want to be, I don't want them to have wrinkles. Yeah, but I don't want you, strange or crazy lady, touching my underwear. Well, how am I getting it out of the dryer? You grab the whole thing in a big bunch and it goes into the wire basket.
1: What if there's no basket? Where is there no basket? Lots of
0: places. Really? Yes. Okay. We, like a laundromat does not have a basket? Well,
1: this, my friend's uh, building had no baskets.
0: Well, that's a shame. Oh, so what do you do then? Yeah. Oh God. Can you put it on top of the dryer? You have to put it on top of the dryer, which who knows what's been on there. I think I go on top of the dryer. Okay. I mean, being late has consequences. It does. It should. So, you know. I shouldn't feel guilty for it. It's your fault for being late. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't make apologies. So I think the answer is got to wait at least 10 minutes, no more than 30. And you have to try and be as respectful of the clothes as possible without folding them liabonema. Okay. Thank you. Our next question. Maybe it's an item that just seems like it's really delicate and someone should fold it? If somebody put a very delicate item in the dryer, they're an animal. Okay. So I don't think you have to fold it. Our next question. I have global entry and my friend does not. If we go on an international trip together and we come back, do I have to wait for him online in immigration or can I meet him on the other side? So global entry, we know what this is. This is sort of expedited immigration. It sounds like this person doesn't want to wait for his friend. I don't think they should wait. You don't Why they should, should wait? they wait? Well, if you're sharing a cab back from the city. Just wait. I mean, just wait on the other side. I think that's probably fine. I guess if you really wanted to. I mean, I guess is if your friend needed to be kept company. I mean, They're how on is that own. your
1: responsibility?
0: Well, you're friends with this person.
1: I mean, that's what I mean. If you feel like hanging out, then do so. But right. if you don't want to, you're... It,
0: like, we've been on a flight together for eight hours. I have no more small talk left. I'll see you on the other side. Yeah. See a baggage claim.
1: Also, you probably got global entry because you hate waiting in line.
0: Valid. So,
1: why should you do something you hate?
0: Oh, the student becomes the master. Yes. I agree.
1: <laughs> yes. I know. I have a lot of friends who have um like pre check and mm-hmm, all that mm-hmm. stuff when we travel for comedy, and I should have gotten it done, but I'm added to do the you list. You still not? No, I still got to do it. Oh. And. Mm-hmm. It never, they'll be like, I'm going to go through and I'll be like, cool, see you. What, they should wait because I haven't gotten my life together?
0: No. See you on the other side. Okay. I did not expect that answer from you. but uh, Oh,
1: I don't have problems with things like that. I want people to live their life.
0: Okay. That's true. That is your sort of raison d'etre. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If I'm, I'm making you responsible for me not
0: getting my stuff together, that seems crazy. Okay. All right. Great. So you feel free to go ahead, see a baggage claim. And I guess, yeah, no, nothing more to say about that shocked that I think Yeah, I don't know. I just thought you were going to have a totally different answer on that. Really? I thought you'd be like, you should stay with your friend. Don't abandon your friend. Friendship forever. Care bear stare. Yeah. I thought it was- No,
1: friendship should be like, you hate waiting in line. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. But I think everybody should just have global entry. So there's that. I mean- We're going to work on that, Leah.
1: (laughs) There's so many things that I need (laughs) to work on.
0: That's the top priority item for your life.
1: I'm really trying.
0: Our next question is, do you have to return missed calls when they don't leave a message?
1: Some people I'll text and be like, did you call? What- No. Just because I'm worried that they're like stuck in a trunk somewhere. Then let
0: them. They'll text again. Okay. I think if somebody does not leave a message, it is as it is. These are only close friends. I mean, then they'll text.
1: My close lady friends. Because sometimes what if they thought they left a message and didn't go through?
0: Who thinks that?
1: I don't know. I'm just leaving that as an option. Other people who would be like, hey, I, I- If my parents do it, I text them. Did you just call?
0: Okay, if it's an elderly person. They are not elderly. They are just my parents. If they're silver surfers. They're not even silver surfers. If they're, Stop. If they're just people who are not great with technology. No, they are great with technology. Well, then I don't know what the excuse is for them. They hate voicemails. Then they should text in general and should not even try. They, even. they do. They don't call. That's I why see. if they called, I'd be like, okay. Something's wrong. Yeah. Okay, so I think if you know. I love <laughs> I have to have a caveat for everything.
1: <laughs> These are the situations where I'll text my parents
0: uh-huh.
1: and- very close friends. I just want to make sure there's not an emergency situation where they were trying to call me, but then, oh, they got robbed. Mm -hmm. And then I just want to make sure.
0: Mm -hmm. The flip side is I do have people that will call, not leave a message and expect that I will return the missed call. Oh yeah. No, no, no. no, And it's sort of like, that's not a world we live in. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So I, I don't think you have to return. I guess if you're concerned about someone's safety and well being and being locked in a trunk. Yes. Then- Feel free. Yeah. Return that call. Yes. Otherwise. I
1: just text back. Did you need me? Okay,
0: fine. And they'll be like, but dial. Our next question. Very good question. What do you do when someone gives you a gift you hate? P.S. That someone is your mother. And the gift is a dream catcher. Nick loves this question question so question so much. I, uh, I giggled. Uh, I actually giggled. I LOL'd when this email came in. I think it's so funny. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I guess my yes. my initial thought is that a dream catcher, I think, is kind of an inappropriate gift because this feels like cultural appropriation. Unless you are from this tradition, which I guess is, you know, Ojibwe or some related something. Unless you're kind of of that world, the dream catcher feels like not part of your culture. In which case now it's a decorative craft item. Which is like, that's cultural appropriation. But I do think it's from your mom, uh-huh. who I don't think knows what cultural appropriation is. No, but just because you don't know doesn't mean it's okay. But
1: I think she was probably just thinking of you and you could be like, thanks, mom. Yeah. And then you could re-gift it.
0: You're going to re-gift it. Okay. Or you could
1: donate it.
0: Oh, to people who need their dreams catched. You,
1: yes. So you could just <laughs> drop it off at Housing
0: Works. Okay. Or um- or Salvation whatever. Army, yeah, wherever you take way, your stuff. Housing Works is a uh, New York City Salvation Army type place.
1: Dreamcatchers, for some reason... Uh they make me nervous. And I just you're
0: worried that the evil that the catch is I don't, going to affect I don't want you. it. Yeah.
1: And I've never been into a dream and the people, you know, there's like people that have just stuff hanging everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then it usually leads into like chimes and you're like, I can't, I can't take this. Oh, so
0: you feel like dream catchers is a gateway <laughs> a decor gateway. item to wind chimes. Yes. And
1: I just, I cannot, you know, then that, then they, they tingle on the porch right before the evil gets stuck in your dream catcher. I can't handle it. Wow. I'm from the state where Stephen King is and Fair. I don't want it. And And so I'm no dream catchers. And so uh, my boyfriend was like, how about if I get a dream catcher tattoo? And I was like, oh Oh. no.
0: Oh, that's permanent.
1: And I was like, let's do a different thing. I just thought it was funny because we've discussed dream catchers and now (laughs) he'll make fun of me. He'll be like, "Uh uh-oh, that person is a dream catcher. Are you never going to talk to them again? And I'll be like, what? I'm not that, like that.
0: Secretly, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Never going to their house ever.
1: (laughs) Right? When people start, you know, you're just like, I'm anxious. And
0: yeah, dream catchers are obviously.
1: You know, people have them hanging in their car.
0: Oh, there's like, it's like a little Christmas tree pine scent thing, yeah, but it's a it's dream a, catcher. But it's
1: a dream catcher.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is a very popular charm. It's a very popular charm. Yes. So I can see why mom thought it was Yeah. And mom charming. was just trying
1: to be charming. And I think when mom's just trying to be charming, we just say, thank you.
0: We just say, thank you. And then we put it away along with our oversized no, photographs. We re-gift
1: it. We re-gift it to somebody who
0: likes dream catchers. Okay, so you have to locate this person. I'm sure they're they're everywhere. Just not you. It's just not me. A good friend of mine, I mentioned this question, and he said, either your relationship with your mom can survive this, or it <laughs> wasn't going to survive anyway. <laughs> so either way, you don't have to have a dumb dream catcher <laughs> in your house. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's probably good advice.
1: I mean, I understand what your friend's saying about being like, hey, mom, this is not my thing. Because also, does, does mom not know me? Does mom not
0: get my life.
1: Maybe mom was just like thinking of you and it was a quick thing, but she didn't really analyze the situation, but she just wanted to let you know that she was thinking of you. So
0: she was being thoughtless, really.
1: No. She, she was thinking
0: of you, but then also no, being thoughtless. No, it was just like a quick
1: thing. And maybe it wasn't her best gift idea.
0: Maybe she's re-gifting.
1: And I think we can just say thank you.
0: So we say thank you and then we throw it away.
1: Because what we, we would like to be not thought of, I'd rather be thought
0: of. Ooh, very Oscar Wilde. mm Yeah. Me in the wild. Ooh, twist. So so you out there in the wilderness, if you have questions for us, and of course you do, please send them to us. You can send them to us through our website, whereyouraisedbywolves.com, or you can send us a text message or leave us a voicemail, 267-CALL-RBW, and uh, we'll be happy to answer them. Yes. (laughs) Anything else you want to say about that, Leah? No, I'm just so excited that people are writing in all these great questions. It is super fun. So thank you for sending in your questions and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. And now it's time for Intermezzo.
1: Intermezzo. So
0: this episode is brought to you by Acorn TV. And Acorn TV streams world-class mysteries, dramas, and comedies from around the world. So Leah, I am looking for a series about an amateur detective. I don't want professionals. What do you got?
1: I'm glad you asked, Nick. (laughs) Because as we know at home, I'm obsessed with mysteries. We have the professional detectives. Then we have the amateurs that obviously have a gift and they maneuver their way in there. And Acorn TV has a lot of choices for you. You could go with Madame Blanc.
0: Right. Because she's an antique stealer and uses that knowledge (laughs) to solve crimes.
1: I mean, it's great knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We also have Agatha Raisin, which I... I have discussed multiple times. She was a PR person, very confident mm-hmm. woman, wears the wrong shoes to every occasion, which I love. And we also have Harry Wild.
0: Yes, Jane Seymour.
1: And I enjoy all of those shows very much.
0: So you out there, sign up for a 30-day free trial with promo code ACORN30 at acorn.tv. This episode is brought to you by ACORN TV. So Leah...